welcome one and all to the first good improv show of 2020. It's happening right here, right now, on gradio.ca. That's Edmonton's best local station. Thanks for joining us. We're going to be making stuff up as per usual based on some suggestions handed off to us by the people in the Twitterverse. And the suggestions are cold AF. And that's coming in from at Crystal Seed Seer, Crystal Dentman on Twitter. And the other suggestion is eggs. That's coming from at Scotty Bomb, Scott C. Bourgeois. Ah, Mr. Scotty Bourgeois. Yeah, cold AF and eggs. Right on. <laughs> Fellow clowns, I have a terrible secret that I need to reveal to you. Bumpo, Jim Jam, you know how every night I go out and I juggle eggs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've seen your act. <sighs> well, the eggs are fake. The eggs are totally fake. I'm just going like this with my hands. And then the guy in the lighting booth is moving it around to make it look like I'm juggling five eggs. So they're just, they're like little spotlights? Is that what you're Yeah, kind of spotlights, it looks like. If I can just say, part of me is disappointed that you're not juggling actual eggs. But a bigger part of me is really impressed with the lighting guy. Yeah. I mean, he's able to focus five spotlights with pinpoint accuracy to make them look like five eggs and make them look like they're being juggled around, landing them in your hands, with choreographed, choreographed with your movements. And I often mess up the choreography and he's right there he's every right time. He's right there with it. That's legendary. That's amazing. I know we should be angry at you for faking your act, but I just, I can't, I can't believe how, I mean, can we change the name of the act where it's the, the amazing lighting guy? I mean, that's. We should. I think people would pay to see it still. Well, the only reason I'm coming to you with this now is the lighting guy says he's retiring in about a year's time. Uh-oh. So I was going to maybe fake some wrist injuries or like pretend both of my arms had got cut off or something so I couldn't do the juggling routine anymore. Well, I mean, you, you could just retire too. I'm only 30 years old. Yeah, I but I mean, to... you're going to break your wrists. You're pretty much going to not be able to work anyway to keep up the charade, right? I mean, otherwise people will go, hey, that guy's working. He didn't really break his wrists. Why can't he juggle? And they're going to figure it out. Yeah, because I mean, if he retires, they got some other juggling guy who's not as good. You're going to be known as a sham. Yeah. As a fraud. You got to retire if he's retiring. You got to go out on top. That's how you keep the illusion alive. Otherwise, the illusion will be broken. Or learn to juggle. I'm not I'm not going to be able to learn to juggle. Right. Is there anything else you can do circus-wise? Ah, gee whiz. You know how when I roll out on that barrel there, I got my big shoes on and I roll out on that barrel? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not actually rolling on any barrel. The ringmaster invented something that's kind of... Like a gyro that keeps the barrel upright at all times and there's no danger of me ever falling off it. Well, that kind of takes the element of danger out of it. Again, though, the engineering involved. That's amazing. Like, he, he built that himself? Yeah. That's quite the feat. This seems to be an inordinate amount of work going into making you seem like you can do relatively simple clown things. If I may just say, seems much more difficult then learning to do those relatively simple clown things. I mean, gyro engineering, uh, advanced spotlight choreography, 
possibly I mean, holographic. It seems to me you just hire a clown that can balance on a barrel and juggle, and you'd save a lot of time and effort. Well, uh, I hate to tell you guys this one, then. You know how I sometimes go out there and the elephant picks me up and throws me and yeah, I yeah, land yeah, and do yeah, the, yeah. the cool flips yeah. and the pitfalls and stuff? Uh-huh. That's just a, a guy that we hired who wears the same stuff as me, and then I do a swap. I hide under kind of a barrel cowering while the elephant flips him around, and then he comes under the barrel, and then I go back out again and so wait, stand up. they hire oh, you a double? Yeah. That's a lot for one act. How much are we spending on this one act? I have to supply my own pies. I liked when the circus was simple. You know, it was enough to just see an elephant or a clown. And you've put a lot of clowns out of work in the circus, pal, with your fancy juggling and your barrel rolling that everyone thought was real. People got to learn how to juggle eggs now. Get tossed by an elephant. Guys, you know... You know how I wear floppy shoes? Yeah, 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 yeah. All the time? There's actually uh, there's actually a person in my pants right now who wears the floppy shoes and kind of moves with my legs as I walk. So it appears like the floppy shoes. Are, I don't like wearing floppy shoes. This seems really elaborate. That last one just kind of seems unnecessary. Though it does make you standing on the, well, him standing on the barrel. And so I'm assuming it's a him. Yeah, I guess thinking about it now, I don't really even stand on the barrel. He does most of the yeah, balancing I mean, on the that. barrel. I mean, you're standing on a barrel that's not even dangerous to stand on. But you're not even standing on it. I mean, the floppy shoes double is standing on it. You're just a torso. Are those even your arms? Okay, fine, fine. You got me, all right? You got me. Two of the chimpanzees wear the clown shirt. And one moves my left arm, one does my right arm. It's still my arms. It's just the chimpanzees moving them. Do you even need to be there? Yes, I'm the nerve center of the whole operation. Well let's, well, let's just look at this. You've got the double that's thrown by the elephant, right? Get the double to stand on the barrel, and then you have the chimpanzees in, in his thing. And that way he can do the barrel bit. He can do the thrown by the elephant bit. He can do the barrel bit, and yeah, it doesn't have to juggle. But the lighting guy is still retiring in a year. So somebody's going to have to figure that out. People are really going to miss the eggs. And uh, what about my face, though? It's not like I'm just wearing, okay, fine. It's, it's just like I'm wearing just a clown mask. It's not even makeup. You don't even put makeup on? So there's no reason for it to even be you. It, it could just be somebody else behind the clown mask. It could literally be anybody. You could be sitting in your living room doing the voice of the clown. Wait, he doesn't talk in his act, though. Oh, yeah, it's a silent act. I wanted to keep my workload smaller. Smaller? It's non-existent. You don't do anything. Well, non-existent is smaller than doing some work. Look, the real issue I need to contend with is this lighting guy retiring, all right? I don't need two other clowns here critiquing my clowning techniques, huh? Like your clowning techniques are perfect? Huh? Huh? Everything you guys do in the clown world is perfect? Huh? I suppose you guys cram into the small cars when when you have to do that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You don't just kind of pretend you're about to get it, like going in the car with everybody else and kind of get lost in the shuffle? Well, no, because they can see us. We all get in the car, and then we all come out. Well, I just wanted to make sure everybody else had a had a spot. Plus, the monkeys don't do well in small spaces. Okay, look, I got a, a suggestion for your egg thing. Drones. 
drones. Now, see, drones. now that's actually thinking. You just choreograph them so they, they go in the, the basic uh, pattern that the eggs went in. and uh, We'd need a very expensive drone operator on this. You would, yeah, you'd need to hire a drone operator and have someone design the drones to look like eggs. But uh, other than that, I don't see why, why it wouldn't work. Or you could fill eggshells with helium, making them lighter, easier to... Mm. No, there's still a chance of me physically interacting with the eggs then at that point. I think the drone solution is the more practical solution I here. Mean, it'll cost a lot of money. It's going to cost millions of dollars. It's going to cost, honestly, far more than the circus makes in any profit in a given season. I just broke up with my girlfriend. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah. She's being real cold, you know? Unreachable. So, I bet she said, Jordan, I don't want to see you anymore. I found another guy. Hey. Right? Hey, hey, come on now. Yeah, that's weird. She said it just like that. Like, just like that. I bet you just at the moment where, you know, you were crying and blubbering, she snapped a photograph. Yeah. And then sent it off to a friend of hers. Wow. Wow. You really nailed. How did you know this? Did I tell you this before I got here? No, no. I was just guessing, you know. Just guessing. Huh. I bet she said you're no good and you can't, you know, last in bed as well, right? Yeah. She, oh, man. That one really hurt when huh? she said that. Yeah. How did you know that detail? I bet you she said that when you were in the fourth grade, you and I went away on a camping trip and I stole your underpants and threw them in the lake. And then you tried to tell everybody that your underpants were in the lake, but they're like, no, Jordan, you must have just wet yourself. Nice try. <laughs> I bet you she said that, too. She did. She did remind yeah. me of that funny memory that you and I had together. Why yeah. did she remind you of that during a breakup? Well, probably to lift my spirits. That was a fun time. Oh. I bet you she told you about that time that I snuck into your house when you were sick. And, you know, I said I was going to bring you some good food, but instead of bringing the good food, I brought food and there was all kinds of bugs in the middle and you ate some of the bugs. Did he write again? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, I never did get you back for that. No, Jeez. you didn't. Well, let me try. Let me try. I mean, uh, okay. I bet that she um, told you that uh, you were just drifting apart and it, it, it just wasn't working, going to work out and you were both going in different directions. No. No, she didn't mention drifting apart. You know what I bet she did mention? I bet you she mentioned that one time when you were in grade seven and you asked that one girl to dance. And then while you were dancing with her, your pants fell down and the whole school started laughing at you. She did bring up the dance. Uh, Yeah. How do you do that? How do you know that? Oh, man. How are you doing this? First of all, why would she bring that up during a breakup? Like, that is so, the thing I bet that she did makes total sense for someone to say during a breakup. Uh, Reminding you of an anecdote about your pants falling down in junior high is not an appropriate breakup thing. Like, how did you possibly know she did that? I bet, and I'm just going off a hunch here, that when you guys were done talking, she pulled off what was a wig and revealed herself to be me, right? Oh my goodness. That happened? So wait. That was me the whole time. It was you? It was me the whole time. So did your girlfriend actually break up with you or not? If it was him? Yes. Or were you his girlfriend the entire time? The entire time. You went out with him for two years? Yeah. How'd you lead a double life? It was easy, you know. I, I told him I didn't really like his girlfriend. 
And as the girlfriend, I said, I really don't like that Dan fella. He seems like a bad guy. Pulled that off for two years. Yeah. Jordan, are you all right? How do you feel about this? I, I mean, I turned around and walked away before Dan pulled the mask off. Obviously, I didn't realize it was him until just now. You really got me, I know, man. right? High five. Ah, that's like the time you put those bugs in that sandwich, you know, or I got my pants pulled uh, down at that dance. I thought, you know what? When I was telling you all the old pranks I did on you as reasons for why we were breaking up, I really thought you were going to stop crying and saying, stop saying, Sheila, please, Sheila, please. I'd be <laughs> yeah. like, wait a minute. That was yeah. Dan the whole time, wasn't it? Oh, that I, was good. You really got him. Yeah. You really got me. So I was wait, really yeah. wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Hey, wait a second. Wait a second. Hey. When my girlfriend died of cancer, that was you too, right? That was you the whole time? Oh, so she's not really dead? It was you uh, pretending? Yeah, 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 sh- sure, buddy. I was just talking to mom and dad, and you know how the three of us are triplets, right? Mom and dad just told me something that I think is going to kind of rock all of our worlds, I hope. Mom said that all three of us came out of her tummy? Because I always assumed we kind of, you know, hatched from eggs or came down on a meteorite. First of all, how would three people all fit inside the belly of a woman? I mean, how is how is that possible? How is that even possible, Dan? I mean, I'm not a scientist. I'm only a kid, but still. She must have laid eggs because she keeps telling me that one day I'm going to come out of my shell. And though I can't see it, I know it surrounds me. See, now an egg... Each egg, a roughly baby-sized, being laid one at a time, maybe with a couple days rest in between, being hatched individually. That that makes so much more sense. How would all three of us fit inside mom's tummy? Well, that's how I always envisioned it myself. But she says we started off extra small and then kind of got larger and larger as time went on. Like what? We were a piece of food that she ate and we wound up in her tummy? Like we were one of those sponges you put in the sink and we expand? It's actually more disgusting than that or that, believe it or not. I will spare you the details, but just suffice to say that just watch out for dad, okay? Watch out for him? What what do you mean? Well, apparently he has some sort of implement on his body that can just, blam, stick a human life inside of you at any time. What? A sort sort of ray gun or something? A lot like a ray gun. A zapper? You gotta prime it and then shoot some sort of fluid or goo or something. This doesn't sound. I understand how crazy it all sounds, okay? Us coming down on a meteorite makes a lot of sense to me. Us being thrown as a thunderbolt from a god from above and us splitting it when we hit the Earth's surface, that makes more sense to me, obviously. I'm not a fool. I'm just going by what mom said. I just assumed she found us outside. Sure, wandering around. Maybe we wandered yeah. out of a forest. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I do like forests. I like spending time in them. Maybe because we came from one. So if this theory is correct, how did we get out of mom's tummy? We've been to the beach. I've seen mom's tummy. There's no gaping hole or anything in it. There's a belly button. But I mean, surely we didn't get through the belly button. Her bones kind of pulled apart. And we, like, got shoved out of a teeny tiny little, like, break in her skin. This sounds like a science fiction I movie. understand that. Maybe she was teasing you? Did you think of that? Remember when she said that the tooth fairy would come and give you money for your teeth? And it turned out it was just mom 
giving us a quarter for our teeth. That is a good point, actually. Like, she lied to you about the tooth fairy. Maybe this is like that like little fun little tooth fairy game that she's playing, right? I was experiencing a weird feeling, and she told me that I had butterflies in my stomach. So... I think we should just cut my stomach open. That's the only way to find out for sure. Well, wait a minute. Did you come in contact with Dad during that point? Maybe he can put other animals inside of us as well. I mean, we went fishing. Sometimes you see butterflies at the lake, but I don't remember eating any butterflies or catching I mean, any. Even. We could cut his stomach open and see, and it would be a good indicator of how much room is in there. Well, actually, no. No, we don't have to do that. We don't have to do that because Mom said that Dad had put another child inside of her. Again? Like just now? A couple months ago, apparently. She didn't find out until just now somehow, which again, makes no sense now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah, what, did the kid inside her tell me phone her? I, yeah, right, was... exactly. It's just in the moment, it was so scary what she was telling me. I'm understanding now it was probably all a prank. But she said a couple of months ago, dad put this kid inside her and eventually there'd be another like kid around. Uh, she's fooling you. The number of times she says, I swear I'm never going to have another one when we've done something rambunctious. I mean, I think we're blowing this way out of proportion. I think they're just fooling with us. I don't think there's a kid in mommy's tummy. I don't think we came out of mommy's tummy. I remember hearing mom say once there was a frog in her throat. She was having a hard time speaking, you know? A frog would prevent you from speaking if it was in your throat. And she said she needed some water. I figured to get the frog wet. Did you see it? No. But her voice was kind of, I want to say croaky. So you're saying because that might have been true that this also is true? Potentially. we got to be careful here. For all we know, she thinks that it's a kid that dad put in her and it's actually some sort of like wolf. We should definitely do something about this. What if this child tries to get out of her throat like the frog did, right? Yeah, what if it, you know, it's sitting there in her tummy. It sees a ray of light. Yeah, I mean, you're going to look up and see light coming down. If she's yawning during the day. Look, look, look. I know I'm the one who initially brought all this to you guys, but I was panic-stricken in the moment. But it sounds completely ridiculous when we say things like this. There's no kids in mommy's tummy. It makes no sense whatsoever. It's insane. I'm sorry that I even brought it to you guys. I feel like an idiot. I assume you guys have brought me here to this bar because... Of the fact that I can turn my body into ice. And you have both been very suspicious because, as you have said, Dan, and you have said, Justin, your wives' vaginas have been very cold lately. Bobby, we just want you to tell us the truth. Are you having sex with our wives? No. I'm not having sex with your wives. It's like a relief, but I mean, I don't know if I can believe him. Yeah, of course you can't believe him. He's lying. Well, how do he's you know clearly he's, how lying. How do you know he's lying? Last night, I came home, and I found a bunch of wet footprints in my room. Okay, well. And I never shower. I was just going to say, was it the shower, maybe? So before you try to get out ahead of me on that one. Well, that's not indicative of an ice man. That's indicative of perhaps a water man. No, no, no. Ice melts, though. That's right. Turns to Once water. you leave, boom. Your footprints become water. I did see a weird ice-like slide going from my window down the street toward your house. Those are common. But, I mean, it is weird. It's coming right from my bedroom window as if someone who could turn things into ice was making a quick getaway as I was coming in the door to my house. That wasn't me making a getaway. You know what that was? That was you were sleeping one night and you have sleep apnea. I, I, I'm aware. 
and I was just checking in on you to make sure you're okay. So I just oh. popped up to your bedroom window, oh, well, checked in on nice. you. Nice. Well, thank you. You're welcome. You're both looking great. Oh, well, you know, we've been working out. We're trying to be healthy. And Dan, your wife as well, looking very good. You know damn well my wife is ugly as can be. I just see people. And I'm a superhero. I'm not going to go around sleeping with my friends' wives. Okay? I'm not the type of person that would do that. You'd be looking for a villain. The opposite of what I am. Oh, he's got us there. He's got us there. A superhero wouldn't have sex with somebody's wife. I mean, that's just wrong. I mean, unless they were in danger and the only way to save them was by having sex with them. Well, I mean, <laughs> how likely a and a, And an ice-based superhero was needed in that situation. Can you describe even a single situation that comes to mind that requires those circumstances? Yeah, if they're being held over uh, some sort of heat trap, like a lava trap, that's going to release unless a cold, icy man is having sex with them. Okay, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. You can see that? Well, yeah, I mean, that's how else you're going to avoid the lava trap. You're going to want something cold inside you maybe, as quickly and efficiently maybe as possible. Maybe in a high-budget pornography that would happen. If I was going to be having sex with these women which I'm accused of and did not do, then why would I be in my ice form while I was doing it? Let me ask you that question. Why wouldn't I revert to my human form, have sex with them, well, yeah. and then back to the ice See, form when I'm finished? I mean, that makes sense. I mean, well, I mean, there is that thing where my wife has constantly told me that one of her fantasies is having sex with a guy who has an ice penis. But I mean, I don't think that's Well, really my nice. wife is a total sexual deviant. I caught her masturbating with an icicle once. So don't even give me that. I know what you're thinking. My ice form gives me a chiseled physique. But I can't help that, though. I can't transform into an ugly Iceman. Look, I, you know, I got to say, I, like, I trust him. I believe him. D don't you? I mean, like... Well, it would be a real shame if somebody filled their wife's vagina with a bucket full of lava so the next time a certain Iceman tried to put his penis inside there, it melted right away. Be a real shame that, if that happened. That would be a shame because wouldn't that also kill your wife like instantly? My wife's been dead inside for years. Did you do that? Of course not. I'm not a madman. I haven't pushed to the edge. I'm teetering. But I haven't fallen yet. Or have I? No. Is this your supervillain origin? It's a pretty lame origin, I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's a pretty sick origin, actually. Well, you know, no, yeah, but Ice I mean, Man's having sex with your wife, so, so you, you load her with. Wife? Yeah, so you load her vagina with lava, and he dies because of it. I'm not having sex with your wife. Now, do you have a lava-based costume after that? I mean, or is this just the one occurrence? It's just the one occurrence. So you don't even become a supervillain. You just kind of become a guy who killed his wife with lava. And I killed Ice Man. That's just more of a personal revenge thing. A supervillain would have a grandiose scheme. That's pretty grandiose. Some sort of trap. That would drop in somebody into a pit of lava unless there was a cold, icy figure having sex with the woman there. One of your wives, probably, because you're my friends. Well, I think my plan's pretty good, too. I mean, the plan that could happen. That would be a shame if it happened. It's pretty good. Look, maybe our wives' vaginas are cold because she's been having sex with that other guy, that metal guy. Metal's cold? Metal's cold. Maybe, maybe that's what's happening. Maybe that Russian guy's having sex with our wives. Uh, I don't think so, because I had sex with the metal guy, and his penis warms right up when you start rubbing it. Really? So. Wow. Well, I guess I guess metal's a conductor. All that friction would probably warm it up pretty quick. You better hope that you don't encounter a guy with lava in his penis. 
Might get a burn on you. Where do you think I got the idea for the vagina trap? Oh my goodness. Look, Bobby, I just want to say I believe you and I trust you. Would it help you if I told you guys that I'm actually gay? That I'm a homosexual man? Really? And I wouldn't have any interest in having sex with a woman? Would you believe that after all these years? If Iceman was gay? Would that put your guys' minds at ease? I mean, I've heard people say Iceman's really gay, but I I figured they were I figured they're speaking more figuratively than literally. That would just make it even more insulting that you'd forget all about sexuality just to have sex with my wife to humiliate me. You'd throw your own instincts and your own orientation out the window just to have sex with our wives. That's like a big slap in the face because you're not even attracted to them at that point. That would make it worse, like so much worse. That's loads worse. If you're gay and you're just More doing insulting. this, that's really, really bad. Yeah, that's because that that's you going out of your way just to insult us. That's not a sexual thing. If you were a, a heterosexual man, well, yeah, he's having sex with my wife because my wife's attractive. You know, I can understand that, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. But as a homosexual man having sex with my wife, you're just doing it to spite me now. It better not be that. I'm convinced that there's been a ghost in my bed. When I roll over to the side that I haven't been sleeping, it's cold. And when I roll back to where I was just laying, it's warm. It's been sleeping there as I've been sleeping. I haven't seen it. Obviously, it's a ghost, so it'd be transparent. So I've hired a priest to exercise this ghost from my home. Oh. Does the ghost have a place it's going afterwards? Or does it need a... You know, maybe like an apartment to haunt or like maybe somewhere it could, you know, uh, you know, is there any place it would, you know, it would like to haunt maybe or just, does a ghost like need a, a place to like get, get back on its feet or like maybe like, you know, I mean, cause you know, it's just like if it needed a place, I might, you know, maybe could like, it could haunt like, you know. Like my, you know, maybe my apartment could be, I, what I, you know, if the ghost needs it or anything, not that that's something I'd want. I'm just saying if the ghost, you know, just because the ghost would, you know, how ghosts are. Can I just right? say, can I just say, since your girlfriend dumped you, you've, you've had some issues. Can, we can tell you're lonely. No, 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 no. Altruistic actually. Cause I just, I like see a ghost in need like that who's like clearly looking for affection lying in Jordan's bed like that. And and now he has nowhere to haunt because he's getting exercised. The ghost won't replace. And I've been, I've been evicted before. So I know how that, know how that feels. You the know, ghost won't replace Sarah, Dan. And Sarah, you know, is no longer in the bed with me. So I totally like have a spot or whatever, just for the ghost, like, you know, wanted to maybe haunt that side of the bed or, can they even do that? Can an exorcist move a ghost from one place to another? I thought they just sent them to hell. If it goes to hell, it'll be out of my bed, as far as I'm concerned. Well, maybe you could ask it if it just wants to move to Dan's. Don't, Say, don't, don't make it seem like I want that. Say, like, hey, he's got he's got uh, like a portal to, you know, like maybe maybe hell in his, his, his closets. This is unbelievable. And you want me setting this ghost up? I don't even know this ghost. It's a specter. It's a phantom. 
And who knows? Maybe it'll like Dan. Maybe you should you know, just mention him every once in a while. If the ghost wanted to haunt Dan, it would be haunting him right now. Just we'll talk him up, you know, just just talk about how funny and charming he is. If the ghost is anything like Sarah, it will not like me very much. But uh, you know what? You know what? Um, you know, just don't don't even bother, OK, because, you know, the ghost would probably come over and be like, oh, you know, this is not the place for me. Hey, don't be so hard. On I yourself. was. You're hauntable. No, no, it's, it's OK. I don't. You're plenty hauntable, Dan. Don't be so tough on yourself. Yeah, you could get a ghost. Yeah. You can get a ghost if you wanted to. No, I just I don't You're know. Just being too hard know. on yourself. This ghost has probably got a hundred other places he's haunting. You know, it's. Well, you know, how these ghosts are the drift in and out of places. You don't know where they've been. This ghost has no shame. It just goes wherever it wants, lays in my bed. You think if if I, like, got rid of my, you know how I have a Ghostbuster shirt at home, that's probably, let's just probably get rid of that. Well, that just, a, I mean, just in case the ghost. step, yeah. I see you're wearing your Ghost Luster shirt. Well, it's, you know, I, just, you know, in case any ghost saw it, want to. If I can give you some advice, you know, just talk about the ghost. Don't just always talk about, you know, you all the time. Hey, don't be so needy, you know? Like, a haunting is a two-way street. I mean, the ghost has to get something out of it it's as well. It's really hard not to say I'm terrified when a ghost shows up. But it's not always about your problems, what I'm saying. I happen to have a ghost in my basement, and I respect its privacy. I always ask and give it a heads up when I'm coming down the stairs. Maybe that ghost could, could like put in a good word with this other ghost for me, and... I don't know, like maybe maybe Jordan's ghost could, you know, just set up a haunting, see what happens, you know, just to, just kind of f- figure it out. Maybe my ghost, Justin's ghost, and you get you together. You don't think that, I mean, I, that would be kind of a Two ghosts dream come you. true, but I mean, that's, you know, Sarah, see, Sarah was very angry when I proposed something similar to that. So. I don't know if I'd be able to handle t- two ghosts. I think I'd, I'd be, I've had performance anxiety, you know? Because, I mean, it's, it's hard. Being haunted by one ghost is intimidating enough. And now I have to worry about being scared with two ghosts. That's just a lot of lot of pressure to lay on a guy, you know? Yeah, but Dan seems like he could handle a lot of ectoplasm. Yeah, yeah. see, I'm kind of scared most of the time anyway, right? So it's like, just if these ghosts, you know, wanted to, you know, come and come in. I don't even have a vacuum. So I couldn't, like, vacuum them up or anything like that. I actually... uh Sucked a ghost up in a vacuum and released him in the house. A couple of months ago, after you know, after Sarah left, you guys probably remember that incident when Sarah left. But uh, what you don't remember is the ghost that I brought in. I assume the ghost isn't still with you. No, it, it did not go particularly well. Uh, I might have been too eager. See, that's what ghost. I mean. You gotta be less needy. In my defense, I, I did pee myself pretty extensively, which I thought the ghost would really appreciate. So, so some ghosts aren't into that, Dan. You gotta you gotta ease into that stuff. Well, needless to say, I haven't had a ghost in the house for a while. So, we cut to a week later. Uh, the ghost you sent to live with me is moving on. From what? It's already dead. I mean, moving on from being in my apartment. Oh, from one place to another. Okay, yeah, yeah, I got it. So yeah. happy to have that ghost out of my apartment. Uh, yeah, well, things didn't work out. Things didn't work out. Turns out the ghost, you know, knew, knew Sarah. Oh, that's awkward. Mm. And it was the ghost that had been haunting her our entire relationship. So uh, That must have been awkward. 
Oh, man, I'm sorry. That's bad news. More for me than for him, actually. He was kind of laughing and wailing, pointing at me. He probably heard a lot of stories. Astrally projected himself to Sarah so that they could laugh. It was pretty humiliating. But I got to see her for a second in the in the ghostly portal, so oh, it's... Hey! So that's something, right? Nice. I, on the other hand, have some pretty neat news. The ghost living in my basement had two friend ghosts that were in town, and that's just one thing led to another. Three ghosts at once? Wow. Oh, yeah, my friends. Oh, yeah. And it was... It was awesome. God, my life sucks. Thank you so much for tuning in to this first episode of 2020. It's been a blast making the Good Improv Show for you, and it happened right here on gradio.ca, Edmonton's best local station. We'd like to thank Scotty Baum for suggesting eggs. We'd also like to thank Crystal Dentman at Crystal Seeds here on Twitter. Thanks for those suggestions, guys. You made tonight's episode happen. Listen to our old episodes on goodimprov.com or on iTunes or Spotify. You can also follow us on all social media at Good Improv. Send us a suggestion and we'll make it some fun. And we'd like to know what you thought of the episode. So whichever one you listen to, tweet us your thoughts at Good Improv. 